previously on My Best Friend's Journal. Take your shirt off, hold my baby, and see if he latches. She offered to let your baby try to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm gonna hold her to that offer at another time. No, no, no. <laughs> There's like three aspens in our driveway that just are bright yellow all of a sudden. I was like, oh, you're gonna regret this next week when it's 80 degrees again. My brother's wedding had a couple of gay guys I didn't know, and I was like, my brother has gay friends? Hi, Pains and Harley. It's an old folk tone back from Ireland. <laughs> sure isn't. Could it be an Irish bar, perhaps? Oh, beans and barley and barley and beef. What is it? <laughs> what? No food in this town. Can't wait to eat again. <laughs> That's the saddest line from anything you've written. Got super high and packed. Oh, I must be thrilled. <laughs> and that, my friends, has been the entire journey of the world's worst tour. Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud, how does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote, this shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred, I'm haunted by my past. It's called My Best Friend's Journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this theme a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Hello. Well, hello. The late, great Euphigenia. It's been a long time since we've heard her. I know. And you usually make me say hello again if I scream um, at the very beginning of the podcast. But you didn't this time, and I'm running with it. Hi. Hi. Well, I, I couldn't possibly, because that's our third attempt at hello. We started in Irish accents, which we had to abort, because we do that way too fucking much. Hello, Seamus McFinnigan. How are you? <laughs> Not again. What else did we do? Oh, I started commenting. It was, it was the whole ordeal. Oh, oh, fuck, fuck. You can keep recording. Just sloshed a little tea onto my keyboard. Yee! <laughs> onto my T-board. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> so we're just going to run with that one. <laughs> We've officially begun. Quick, go, podcast. What's up? Hi, I'm Mike. I'm Cam. And I feel like we haven't done that in a while. Welcome to my best no, friend's right. journal. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, people. Now you know who we are. Thank God. Um, How are you, friend? How's that cinnamon sunset tea? How's your, how's your <sighs> life? How was your week? How dare you say cinnamon sunset tea to me? I was just sipping this delicious tea right before we started, and I told Mike that it was called Cinnamon Sunset, and he said, that's a wrong name. Sunset always means something tropical. You couldn't possibly have Cinnamon Sunset. And You're had adding a full words. Argument about it. You're adding words. I am not. I Check the say, motherfucking tape. I will. I'm going to put it in right here. I didn't say couldn't possibly, and I also didn't you say- You said always. You okay, did say always. I did always. say always. Cinnamon Sunset. Mm, those are opposite it's things. So- Sunset is like summer. Cinnamon sunset's wrong. It's like tropical sunset, lemon sunset, orange sunset, mango sunset. That is the most outrageously stupid thing you've ever said. It would be like (laughs) the cinnamon sunset. There are there's a sunset now and it's chilly outside. I know, but sunset is always (laughs) it's always assigned to tropical things. Cinnamon sunset is incorrect. No, it fucking isn't. It is not cozy cinnamon. Oh my god, no, you are. you're just wrong. You're just wrong. It is not always one thing. You're you're speaking in absolutes that make absolutely no sense. The world is black and white. <laughs> I'm just saying, sunset is always aligned with like tropical, with summer. Cinnamon doesn't feel like the right um, 
like the right word to go with sunset. That's all. That's all I'm saying. You're just wrong.com backslash super wrong because <laughs> I love a fall sunset. I love it as the night gets chillier. Yeah, I'm not saying the you... sun goes away for the fall. I'm just saying branding wise, marketing wise, we don't associate cinnamon with sunset. Oh, I... I'm sorry, Chief Marketing Officer of the World. I didn't realize that everyone (laughs) couldn't do that. I have been trying to get someone to call me that for a long time, and nobody will buy it. I put it on my LinkedIn profile, Uh, (laughs) and everyone's just ignoring it. Nah, you're wrong for that. And it is a delicious cinnamon tea, and it feels very fall-like. And it is officially fall here in Colorado. The aspens are starting to turn yellow in force, and the nights are getting so chilly that we have to close all the windows. It's really nice. My favorite time of year. I love it so, 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 so much. I know. You you judge the time of year by the aspens. They're your little gauge. Um, how is your fall starting off? Have you done anything fun? I have done nothing fun. Uh, maybe that's a lie. I don't know. Um, it's been really good. I've been spending a lot of time around the house. Been very productive. Um, I've made it. a lot we of progress it. on a couple of spaces in the house that had been kind of languishing, which is really nice. I saw that bar. That bar you just uh, put in looks so freaking gorgeous, guys. Mm, mm, he mm, just mm, there was. Mm. I don't know what was there, but it was a little cut out in the wall. Was it supposed to be a bar to begin with? It was a little alcove. I think they used to have like a little book buffet in there the old owners a little old country buffet in their in their, in their cafeteria <laughs> no you know like a credenza buffet that where you where you hold all your uh like speak your... to me in 2020s please <laughs> um I, <laughs> that's what it's called it's like a sideboard by the cravant and sedan <laughs> wait sedan's a car <laughs> what? what are more old person words oh um we could have you know uh, the fainting couch <laughs> the chaise lounge the chaise lounge yeah there's like lots of old like things we don't say anymore like for different words for furniture that only you can exclusively use if you're 87 <laughs> buffet and credenza are very much still in use it's not my fault that you don't i don't know speak in that language that i don't own anything are we being classist um, camp since i'm very poor <laughs> It's not. It's not my fault. You don't have a credenza, okay? Okay. Well, yeah, I got nothing here. I'm gonna keep talking and mumbling a little more. Uh, the tone says it all. Really, really nice job there. Thank you so much. Anyway, the space formerly known as buffet in your home is now a gorgeous bar, and I'm really proud of you. You're so talented. Thank you so much, and I really appreciate that. Even though what you said made almost no sense, I really I took the compliment from it, and I'm gonna run with it. Sorry, I interrupted you to go off about your bar. You were saying you've been spending a lot of time at home. You're productive, and the fall's starting off nicely. Yeah, I have almost no news. I you know I leave the house only occasionally. Uh, went into Boulder this past weekend to have a nice dinner with some friends, which was delicious and lovely. Did you bowl there? Um, I'm, uh, <laughs> boo boo yeah, oh, i hated that no <laughs> anyway uh, had a all right no dinner. i didn't just yeah um our friends that got married actually uh last weekend a couple weekends ago we were in ohio for their wedding and they came home and uh we took them out to a, to a nice dinner for to celebrate their their nuptials which was delicious um and so yeah that's pretty much uh, all I've been up to. Uh, how about you? How have you been staying busy in Pilly? Uh, well, actually, I am selling my car, so I decided to do a little road tripping this weekend to like give her one last hurrah. Um, so I went oh, to go? go. I just went to my brother's place in New Jersey. It's only an hour and a half away, but I thought it'd be a nice little quick trip. Um, I haven't seen the house, and I haven't seen him or his wife since they've been pregnant, and she's due uh before this podcast comes out so oh shit! <laughs> I was like, hey, I need to get them there. You haven't seen them in nine months. No, Plus? nine months. Oh, wow, no, wow, wow. that is a full fucking lie. I saw them in May. Sorry. Um, but okay. just the ones. <laughs> so I went to see them, and actually, it leads me to my gayest moment of the week. Gay, 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 gay. 
So I've had their uh, baby shower gifts in my trunk for literal months. Uh, I was supposed to go to their mm. the baby shower in like july and it was one of my 14 cases of strep so i couldn't go um but i i wanted to get them their stuff before the baby actually popped out um and the gay part of this all is i got a couple practical things i got a couple things from their registry including like diapers and a cute little binky but and then like a couple butt plugs and a cock ring (laughs) ew uh never would i get my brother a cock ring (laughs) again Didn't go over great the first time. No, I gave my brother and a his- hand job. <laughs> you, you here all day? <laughs> I gave my brother and sister in law uh, for their baby, my niece, uh-huh, a book okay. that your husband, Peter, has recommended over and over, and I have now used like four different times for all my pregnant friends. It's the freaking best, and it's the perfect little gay mark. This book is called. The hips and the drag queen go swish, swish, swish. And it is an ode to the wheels and the bus go round and round. Is that how it yeah, goes? Not, not, I don't know, children. I was waiting. Yeah. The, the wheels on the bus go square wheel, and wheel. square. The wheels on the bus go roll, 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 roll. Um, whatever that song is. Anyway, it is round and round, you idiot. Round and round. Well, then swish, swish, swish is not a direct whatever. That's not the point. Um, it's this colorful little book. It is. Full of drag queens. Round and round. Swish, swish, swish. Yeah, syllables, syllables are correct, but swish, 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 we want it to be three of the same word. You know what I mean? But it's like, it should be uh, mm-hmm, swish mm-hmm. on swish or go bleak on bleak. Swish on or, swish. Yeah. Uh, swish, e-swish. Anyway, yeah. keep going. Um, the book is so fun. It's just literally a bunch of different drag queens doing different things. It's like the wig and the drag queen goes flip, 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 or like the, the <laughs> wrist and the drag queen goes bend, bend, bend. It's so fun. Um, and every time I've given it, it's been like such a hit. And I feel like it's a nice... Now bear with me on this word. Kind of subtle gay gift to give. It's a little more mm-hmm. subtle than like foul mouth gay feminist onesies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Which we have also given. Um, yeah, so one of my best friends just had a baby recently and I gave her um two like little like I don't know, gay themed fairy tale books. I think it's it's fun because like I don't know, for books to read to little kids, it's like a fun thing to to like branch out of the regular old like night saving the princess from the tower bullshit. Also, very cute. Um, that book, Peter, you're right. He he does. He like screams it from the rooftops that everyone that has a baby should have that book. But it's a favorite of a couple of his friends' kids. Um, and Aww. one of his one of his friends' little girls, she always makes her grandpa read it to her. It's her oh favorite my God, thing. I love so that. whenever grandpa comes over, he has to read the drag queen book. It's very cute. That's so fun. <laughs> I would like a video of my brother. He doesn't listen to this, so I'm gonna have to like text him this. I would like a video of him <laughs> reading it to her. Thank God he doesn't listen. Um, also, a little. Uh, subplot to my gayest moment just another little Mm. add-on um i did swing by gabriella's house on the way back um Mm. i actually had to drop off some camping stuff that she let us borrow for our big old trip but while i was Mm -hmm. there i uh wanted her to follow through on a promise she made to me she said (laughs) that next time i come over i could take my shirt off and see if oliver will latch and so i tried to take my shirt off and i began but the baby wasn't having it we tried um Please clarify for the people that you didn't stuff your nipple in a baby's mouth. I, it, my shirt only got as high as my like belly button. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> shut it down. Shut it down. Um, but I did milk his little legs because they were like so chonky and they just hang there when he's being mm. held. So I pulled them like udders. <laughs> yeah. What's better than a fat little baby leg? Very, very few things. And you, sir, do you have a gayest moment? 
Oh yeah, and mine's much more R-rated than yours. Uh, oh, so we're gonna make a Lord. hard right turn away from <laughs> Enfant, and we're going to go straight to OnlyFans. Um, so a friend of mine, like a casual friend from when we lived in LA, um, on Instagram the other day, I saw that he started an OnlyFans, <laughs> and I like jokingly said to Peter, I was like, "Man, I feel like everyone has an OnlyFans." There's a whole joke about like everyone having an OnlyFans these days, but um, like none of my, no one in my personal circle had one until this past week, and. I was like, what is like decorum around this? Like, am I allowed to sign up as this person's friend? And then he sent me a message and told me that he had an OnlyFans. And I was like, all right, well, if you're promoting it, then I get to sign oh, up. Shit. And so I signed up just to see what we were working with. And let me tell you, there is no longer a question why he has an OnlyFans. It is good. He looks good <laughs> naked. I have never <laughs> seen those eyes on you. <laughs> I was so I was satisfied. Like, truly delighted. I was like, okay, well, if like this open invitation to cross this, you know, friendship line, uh, you know, as as part of your adoring public um wow. i just did it and uh yeah it's it's good he's the kind of guy who ha- should have an only fans he really likes to show off and he really looks good naked so i have a uh, few questions for you yeah one is that awkward at all like it's your friend that's a weird dynamic to i would say like closer to acquaintance than friend like we didn't hang out very much but i knew okay. him like socially like friend of a friend kind of okay that's kind of so, the perfect like, amount yeah he is not the kind of person that i've ever like gone to get drinks with just like one-on-one so like a closer friend that might be awkward but with him like it seems like it's not um it's seeing not. as how he is <laughs> promoting this new line of sex work so here we are second question how many inches mm-hmm. um well i don't know Let, let's see <laughs> Does he have a little to scale thing, uh, like a little legend? <laughs> I think that big. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Third question. Ain't nothing wrong with that, huh? Third question is how much does it cost? Uh, ten dollars a month. I think it's what they all cost. And fourth question: mm-hmm. Would you subscribe to an OnlyFans of mine if I sent you a link and was like, "Please support me"? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Come on. I would I would Venmo you ten dollars. <laughs> Venmo's me two hundred to take it down. No, your husband would Venmo me two hundred to take it down. <laughs> please, please take it down. Uh, I can't sleep at night knowing that exists in the world. Um, My penis in general or an OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> no, take your penis down. Uh, <laughs> Before we started recording, uh, I was standing up and my camera was down by my crotch, as it is when we record. And Cam, what did you say to me? What did you notice? <laughs> I said, hey, I can see your dick print in those sweatpants. And I thought he was just being funny. And I looked in the mirror and he was not being funny. But it's weird. I, like, I'm like i wearing pretty tight underwear right now, so I'm surprised mm. you can see it. Well, it's because you know sweatpants, if they're a little bit big, they fall. like you know There's like almost mm. like pleats in the fabric. like It falls into the void b- beside your bulge. I mean, it happens to the best of us. That's why people love seeing people in sweatpants, because you can you know even get like a general um sometimes you can see actual dick and sometimes you can just see like general heft uh either way it's very fulfilling of general that's why people love seeing people in sweatpants Uh, we can get more specific than that but i think i know what you mean (laughs) that's why that's why gays love seeing dudes in sweatpants is that better that helps um women might as well i don't know I don't but know. there's like instagrams devoted to like rando dudes in gray sweatpants because you can't see that dick do women like salivate over dick as much as gay men no we've talked about this before um some women do but in general if we are painting with a broad brush gay men are much more dick focused than most straight women though some straight women really love dick i will say that most straight women can take or leave balls 
that yeah. we have put up a poll before on our Instagram, and pretty much only gays care to even a lick Listen, about balls. I recommend leaving them because if you take them, it's a real mess, and there will be a trial. <laughs> All right, friend. Before we get into a beautiful journal in a world of no more dogs to pay, do you have any content to oh, share with the folks? <laughs> I'm so excited! Yeah, yay! You're heading back to New York, yeah? Anyway, I think um, so. Yeah, we'll get there when we get there. Content. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> um, content. Yes. So um, I haven't been watching anything worthwhile on TV. Our big TV night of the week is usually Sunday. We watch the Emmys this week. Um, but I did start listening to another audiobook that I had listened to before, and I may or may not have recommended on this podcast. I can't remember. Um, many of our listeners have mentioned this book to us before because they know how voracious I am with these audiobooks, but it is The Great Believers by Rebecca Mackay. Um, I listened to it once probably a couple years ago. I remember that I loved it, and similar to last week, I was like, I'm, I think I'm going to keep going down this rabbit hole of books that I know that I like, but mm-hmm. I, you know, didn't, I wasn't ready for, like, something new. Um, and I got to tell you, it is great. It is both delightful and a little bleak due to the fact that it takes place in the gay community in Chicago from like 1981 to like 2000. Um, it's all through the AIDS epidemic. I'm constantly intrigued by that. You know what I mean? It's always a story I want to hear about. Um, I know there's a part in the book where they, um, we're talking about like what the next generation they said of baby gays was. And this was a part, a portion, a portion of the book where they were, um, it was set in 1986. It was like, literally they're talking about me. Like that's the year I was born. I was a baby gay. They're talking about like, what, like are they going to survive this? Are they like, will gay culture come back? Or is it going to be like forever tainted by like, is, are people going to be like forced back in the closet because of AIDS and all this Mm kind of stuff? It's, fantastic a beautifully written book i think it was a finalist for the national book prize it's really gorgeous um i will say two main takeaways this time first of all it is it like slaps a little different when you have recently gone through a pandemic of your own slaps is such a gen z word about like good music (laughs) so let's talk about an aids book slapping in general this sure, is more like on. a <laughs> slaps across the it hits a little different i think is the the term i was looking for i don't know ask a zennial um i it it hits a little different when um you are reading about like a pandemic that like pretty much like swept through a very specific community right after going through a global pandemic that everyone won't stop talking about um for, and for good reason not that they should <laughs> it sounded a little dismissive i didn't mean it to um and secondly i i cannot get over how um Pretty much everything I I feel like I I watch or read about the AIDS epidemic, there's always a through line of the women in in men's lives showing up. Like straight men were very rarely heroes when it came to the AIDS epidemic. I'm sure there were some doctors that were out there advocating um, for for what they needed to be. But generally, by and large, the heroes of the AIDS epidemic were gay activists, gay male activists, and women that cared about them, and especially lesbians. Mm -hmm. Lesbians really, really showed up for gay men in, in, in an incredible way during the AIDS epidemic. And I... I, I'm just so impressed by the women in this book. It's beautifully wrought. It's written by a woman, um, and that really, really comes through. So um, I feel like many people have read this book already, but if you haven't, um, this is probably my second recommendation of it, but don't sleep on this one. Honestly, I, I earnestly want to say that I will add that to my list. My list is like so fucking nebulous at this point, but that does sound like an interesting book that I think I would enjoy, and perhaps one day I will stumble upon it and read it. Um we're going to put a pin in that just just for now. But for my content, okay. I just, just want to I just want to follow up on 
Again, the things I laid out a few episodes ago, there's the three albums I was excited about. Every single one of them is is worth their weight in gold. And they're really nice to alternate. I'm talking about Montero, Starcrossed, and Dawn. Uh-huh. And they're actually a perfect three that go together because they're so different, but also just like hit me all. Oh, like they, sure. They are great for me to alternate depending on my mood. And I love them all. So great. I am satisfied with those highly anticipated albums. And also I watched, there's something about Jamie, which I was excited about on Amazon Prime. It, it, it was probably a lovely musical. I'm sure it's mm-hmm. a great musical. I'm sure I would love to watch it live. The movie, I was like, this does not translate. It is very much a musical, and there's a reason it should be on stage with an audience. It does not totally mm-hmm. work um, in the movie setting. Um, I was a little unclear about how that was going to go. Like, they didn't just tape a performance, did they? Was it a like a, actually like a produced like like a produced, movie? Produced, yeah, like you know, hairspray okay. or any of okay. cats. <laughs> um, gotcha. So it was. <laughs> <laughs> Of, of all the references you could have made. It just came <laughs> out. But anyway, an actual recommendation, a new recommendation. Um, I have listened to The Memory Palace, a podcast, sporadically in the past. Mm. Um, and I went to go listen recently, and he's on a the, the host of it is on a summer hiatus. But instead of releasing reruns, he decided to release The Great Gatsby read in three parts. And I never read it in oh. high school. So I thought that would be a really fun thing to listen to. So. I don't know how you ever escaped reading that. I, I think every person that passed through the doors of our high school had to read that damn book. Well, I took a lot of um, advanced English classes where we, we got to skip some of the more basic books. Uh, oh, oh, basic, <laughs> basic. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'll tell F. Scott Fitzgerald Which is why I'm that. illiterate uh, now <laughs> and I haven't uh, read The Great Gatsby. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> No, I got to like taking quote unquote advanced classes in my school was like masterpieces of drama. So we read Oedipus or like speech and public speaking or like I took existentialism. Good Lord. We read like Siddhartha and Camus and shit. Bizarre high school, one that I can't quite wrap my head around, but bizarre in a good way. Like, I think there were a lot of opportunities there. I'm just like, what the fuck? Existentialism? No, that was not offered. No, it was it was a great high school. I also didn't have to take physics. So we're oh, spelling rude. out why I'm an idiot. Yeah, How rude. yeah. <laughs> it was great. Um. How rude. What a strange little Thanks. catchphrase they gave Stephanie Tanner. <laughs> they all had I a catchphrase. The, I know. I saw someone with a How Rude t-shirt on the other day, and it really made me giggle, though. <laughs> Michelle had, like, six catchphrases. Shit, you got to do it with those big twins one. were very... I almost said gregarious. No, what's the word when uh, when when children are, like, really mouthy? Pretentious. Um, precari- pre- precocious. Precocious, pretentious. <laughs> those, those pretentious little toddlers <laughs> were pretentious as fuck. Okay, um, I think it's time. Shall we grab the journal, my friend? The time has come. The hips on the drag queen go swish, 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 swish. The hips on the drag queen go swish, 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 all through the town. Can you swish your hips like a drag queen? The hips on the drag queen go swish, swish, swish. April 1st, 2017. <laughs> you challenged me not to be Irish. <laughs> I did. I did, everyone. Right before we started, I challenged Cam to not do an Irish accent because it's very hard for us. What was it you just did, though? I, uh, uh, I don't know. Something like this. April oh. 1st, 2017. Okay, okay. April 1st. <laughs> yay. I'm just ignoring whatever this is. April 1st. <laughs> yay. <laughs> We've made it to spring. Spring has sprung, and so have you. It is, you've been sprung from the jail that was the dog's toupee, and it's April Fool's Day. So do you think you did anything fun? The joke was that whole ass contract. <laughs> 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 I fucking hate April Fool's Day. I hate it. I so much worse with social media. 
Oh, oh yeah, sure. Sometimes I'll like see a post, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What?" I did fall for Bianca mm-hmm. Del Rio. She posted one that was like, "I'm taking over for RuPaul," and I was like, "That's like, it's logical. It could happen." I believed it for like half mm-hmm. a second, then I checked the date. Yeah, well, I my friend Becca told me that my nudes were accidentally uploaded to my Instagram story. If I, Ooh. I don't know if I ever talked about that on the on the old podcast, and I ran to my phone. I was fully fucking panicked. I thought that like something had happened with my hidden album, <laughs> an awful cro- tech crossover. <laughs> You know, you don't come back from that. Instagram, I think, is is pretty good about flagging that shit right quick. Although the one time they don't uh-huh. would be the time that your hidden album gets just uploaded to the internet, just doxed to my story. Who would be the worst person to to view that? Who would you be most worried about? My mother in law. <laughs> good to know. You did what send about- me a picture of your balls, and I'll be sending that to your mother in law. <laughs> I did. I did. Um, and it was, it, it was just to see, you know, I, it was a purely medical question. I was like, Mike, do these look normal? He was like, absolutely not. <laughs> medical question. Are these big enough for your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> big enough for your, what does that even mean? That either know. means you have a huge mouth or it's a weird question. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It's okay. It truly doesn't need to. Uh, so what's going on in the journal? <laughs> um, well, I'm going to read. First two words, and what a breath of fresh air they are. Flight home. Woo! Hung with kick and a subletter and played drawful. Oh, that's fun. She's chill. Smoke some weed. Um, Is this a new subletter? It is. She's been there the whole time I've been on tour. She is a sister of a friend. Um, I think she was a pretty good uh, roommate for them. Which is nice because we know I I had some struggles with my last subletter. You sure did. So Kick and Mick are back. They must have. Did they come back before you left on this contract? I don't remember. I think we had a I could short probably crossover. Check, but... but yeah, at this point, it is okay. the two of them in one room. I think this subletter stays in our spare room for a couple weeks or so, and then me back in my room. All right. So it's April 2nd. Uh, you said full day off. Mick made breakfast. Then I got a haircut. Feel cute again. Um, I forgot about my hair. I hadn't been able to get a fucking haircut in two months. Because you weren't going to let some like Midwestern yokel take cheers to your head. <laughs> well, I would use kinder words, but perhaps. <laughs> um, yeah, there was like, I could not find a place to get it done. In fact, at one point I let Buster shave like half my, I, he just your like. Your balls. My balls and also um, <laughs> just the sides and back of my head. It was really, it was monstrous. <laughs> I felt it Gave ugly. you a little undercut? Yeah. A little, little lesbian undercut? Yes. Um, let's see here. Groceries at Trader Joe's. So happy to have food again. Oh my God, you <laughs> poor hungry baby. Um, amazing cashew cheese pizza. <laughs> my God, you went from like the bleak midwinter and the bleak Midwest, bleak, 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 uh, <laughs> with no food to New York City where you can like get all your fucking vegan itches scratched. Mm-hmm. As people say. Um, let's see here. April 3rd, DC arrived from your first contract? Your dance captain? Uh, yeah. She's a Canadian. That's not how Canadians speak, but she's a Canadian. And, <laughs> and she came uh, just for a visit. I think she actually had an audition or something. So she stayed for a couple days. Okay. Then Mick and DC came to work. You said you felt bad about giving a guy bad service. and Oh, and, and rude Landisman. Mr. Landisman is back. Oh, Mr. Landisman. Um, I think perhaps I was giving poor service because my friends were there and I was more concerned with hanging uh-huh. out with my friends than doing my yeah. uh, job. <laughs> you're like, Mr. Landisman, your lemonade is cold today. Fuck off, you old man. May he rest. Uh, April 4th. April 4th day. May April 4th be with you. <laughs> so 
you met oh your brother and sister-in-law in in jersey to witness for their wedding license and to talk ceremony that's exciting you got free ice cream at a bar oh no at ben and jerry's in times square oh god Uh, you had your first ucb 300 level class which was great i want to try sketch next then you met (laughs) dc and someone else at bear bar Bear Burger, Bear Burger. Bear Bar Bear is back. the assless chap bar in Chelsea. Is it really? No, but shouldn't it be? Oh. <laughs> There's no such thing as an assless chaps bar. <laughs> Perhaps just a leather bar. Or just a chaps bar, because I do believe assless chaps is a... Is redundant. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. You must have been really, really catching up on your journal, because usually in uh, moments when you're catching up, shit gets sloppy, and this is tough. Um you saw Power Ranger and something Johnson in Harlem. Oh, um, I saw the Power Ranger movie, the reboot of it, in at Magic Johnson mm. Theater, the movie theater in Harlem. Oh, great. Okay. You said gross slash burnt popcorn, but fun slash nostalgic movie. <laughs> Lots of slashes. <laughs> yeah, I used to fucking love the Power Rangers. Loved it. What is it with little gay kids with like, they morphed, it was kind of magical, it was fighting, but like there was some very bro-y things in that too. There was a pink one, which was helpful. Um, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know, gays and strip, my brother and I, like one of the things we could bond over is the Power Rangers. Both loved it. I feel like a lot, maybe there's something about the costumes, you know, um, a lot of gay adults really did like that as kids. I was not one of those gay kids, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Let's see here. So after the movies, you went to Blossom and Stuart was in all night. Bummer. Who the fuck is Stuart? He was the manager at that moment, but not for long. <laughs> Oh shit! Bum okay. bum well. bum. <laughs> Mur. Mur. You you wrote bummer. Bum bum bum. Mur. He was very nice. He just was such a micromanager and had never worked in a restaurant before, so it was like oh. he's micromanaging a job he doesn't know how to do. Micromanaging servers. That seems absolutely hellacious. Would I rather yeah. deal with that all night every night than be in the Midwest? Yes. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> Uh, you played Drawful at home. You like that game. I um, love games. Let's see here. On April 6th, you finished up your taxes. I'm really glad we went from an awful tour to just mundanity. Mundanity? The mundanity. Mundanity Kane, which is P. Diddy's <laughs> group that he put together. Uh-huh. <laughs> mundanity Kane is absolutely the episode title. <laughs> um, then you saw your friend Sean in Sunset Boulevard on Broadway with Glenn Close. He made out with Glenn Close on Broadway. How cool is that? And kind of gross. That is cool. <laughs> Also, like, he doesn't seem old enough to be kissing Glenn Close. Nobody is old enough to be kissing Glenn Close. No offense, Glenn Close. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely offense, Glenn Close. So rude. Uh, April 7th, you went to Chipotle with DC, then the Museum of Natural History. Oh, yeah. And the Planetarium. So cool to see. Then you filmed slash coached Bert and me. Oh, yeah. Claire's Uh, helping me with some sides for this audition. Right. You did that in Brooklyn with Claire. Vegetarian Chinese food, wine, and weed with Ryan and Claire and someone else whose name is scrunched into the corner. It's probably their other roommate. Um, Yeah. So Ryan, my good friend Ryan from Soulmates, Claire of whom we know, and uh, this Chinese place, I think it was called Zen in uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, it is. God, selective fucking memory. I will never, ever know your birthday, but I can tell you that random vegetarian place I got that food at that one time. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It was so good, dude. 
So good. Oh, oh good. I'm really, actually, really glad. A, you about to hop on a train back to Brooklyn? No, there's a vegan Chinese place near me that is so divine, and I want it now. But yeah, maybe maybe I'll celebrate the um, the signing of selling my car with some good old Chinese food. Great. You love an excuse to celebrate. Uh, all right. April 8th. Very stressful hosting a guest for five days and juggling life and having no free time. Yeah, that'll happen no matter how good the guest. April 9th. Uh, you worked brunch, came home and got super high. Uh, mm. You saw your coworker show Genesis at the Red Rooster. Got high with Victoria. God damn it. How high are you this day? Because uh, I got high. Remember that song? Who's up by? Uh-huh. Yeah, sure do. Afro man was weirdly paranoid and anxious. Huh. That'll happen if you get super fucking yeah, stoned, might, man. Might be the weed. On April 10th, started working on the wedding speech. Nervous about getting it done. Blossom, easy close. Oh God, I got to start thinking about that again. I got to do my sisters. I'm not thinking about that until they set a date, but it's stressful. <laughs> It's just like I've said this before. I want to make their day nice. I and I feel a lot of responsibility to do that. Um, the wedding I went to recently, they had a really fun um, – the, the guy that did the wedding, um, he did a really good job. He was uh, a friend of the bride and groom. He was like very gregarious. He made people laugh. He told stories. He had asked for stories from people like members of the wedding party and family beforehand. And so he had like anecdotes to share. Um, and it was really nice. It, was, it made it very personal and sweet without being like um, – Without being too much, it just was. Uh, it was very tailored to them. I, I really appreciate it. I think that. I'm gonna go full religious. I'm just going to mm-hmm. read. Actually, I'm just gonna open the Bible to a random verse and cross <laughs> our fingers. <laughs> Can you please dress like Catherine O'Hara? <laughs> she marries David. It's either and, uh, Catherine O'Hara or Alexis. I'll be wearing. I'll be wearing one of those outfits. <laughs> Oh, I really want to go watch that episode now. Okay. April 11th, stopping at four World Trade Center. Oh, Just... God. I'm ushering. I'm waiting tables. I am catering. I jump back mm-hmm. into it. Yikes, Ola. Yeah. Within the first week, you've got all three of your jobs back. Well done. It was just you and that other cater waiter that you fucking hate uh, for eight hours, but you said it was easy and beautiful view on 68th floor then you drank wine and worked on the wedding this guy that i fucking hate he was so awful every time i catered was actually okay when it was just the two of us there was like it's harder to have a power trip member he was like kind of i don't know abusing his caterator power um and uh (laughs) the saddest sentence ever uttered i do remember him like I said he was a hard nut to crack or that I take pride in cracking the hard nuts to crack and that he never would, but he kind of did there. Mm, a lot of you cracking know. nuts talk just then. Crack. Um, <laughs> stop saying crack. Uh, all right. April 12th, you finished writing the wedding. Yay. Tara liked it. You worked at Blossom. You're debating going back to Rock Center for the money. Uh-oh. No, no. Don't, don't do that. You hated that job. I did, but A, I'm a glutton for punishment, and B... Uh, it, I think there's a slightly different job I can take there. <laughs> Debating going back to the dog's toupee tomorrow for the <laughs> money. Uh, April 13th, you uh, reread my ceremony a bunch of times and edited it with Michaela in your subletter. You closed... It's a lot of responsibility on my subletter. <laughs> Hi, subletter. <laughs> Question. Can you help me officiate my brother's wedding? <laughs> Hey, subletter. Uh, dear subletter, help. Um, you closed at Blossom and didn't pack a bag yet. Well, I love it when you list things you didn't do. Um, well, because oh, it was stressing because... me because the wedding is tomorrow, mm-hmm. and we know sometimes mm-hmm. we like to sleep through important things. Mm-hmm. We do. Um, on the 14th of April, you had a car service to New Jersey with Tara and Amy, other sister Amy. Mm-hmm. Um, rehearsal and dinner. Dinner was great, and I gave a little toast to Chris and Renee. 
the Binky story. I actually did not remember that I gave a toast, uh, so thank you for reminding me. How sweet is that? I uh, I think I did this because what? How sweet of me? <laughs> How sweet am I? Um, well, because I wasn't gonna. I didn't want to speak on the wedding because I was doing the the ceremony, so I didn't want to also do a speech. But like I'm his only sure. brother, so I was like, I do want to do a speech outside of the ceremony. And for some reason, your dad didn't want to give a speech that night. My dad really wanted to give a speech, but my brother wouldn't let him. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> actually facetimed him in i was like wait can my can dad say something real uh-uh. quick he's got some nice words he was in his jumpsuit yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh luckily orange was one of the wedding colors <laughs> so my little binky speech is that he uh uh when he was like two my brother was tiny and i was an infant i love my little fucking binky and we were being babysat by some neighborhood uh family or whatever and they had a little kid and that little kid was a fucking bully and he came over and he took my binky out of my mouth my brother went over and pushed that kid down and put my binky right back in my mouth and he's been a good little <laughs> older brother since except for when you guys fight in midtown and threaten to kill each other no i it's only one direction i threatened to murder him <laughs> <laughs> oh fair 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 final line of this day you said got too high with wax oh my god i uh <laughs> <laughs> you're always, really going for it this this period of your life i was it was uh fun because my brother and sister were both there all their friends were around so i think the three of us like went in a corner maybe with his wife too i don't know at least the three of us uh hit this pen and fuck i forget how wax fucks me up and we were all <laughs> we were all kind of um not suitable to be in front of parents you know what i mean ah uh, stoned yes <laughs> But I love getting high with my siblings. It's so fun. Uh, that's a really fun thing that I will never get to experience. However, I do love to get high with my in-laws, um, my brothers and sisters-in-law. Uh, when we were all last together, we all took a little like low-grade edible um, and then had family dinner together. And we had the giggliest, funniest time around the dinner table. It was so fun. And my mother-in-law was like, what is going on? <laughs> You're like, it's the weed, my... mom. It's the weed. <laughs> it's um, the weed. Uh, I think someone told her pretty quickly. That reminds me that i really 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 want to on my bucket list do a gourmet weed dinner you know where they do like oh, tinctures mm-hmm. for uh for some beginning drinks some aperitifs and you know full full three four course whatever and all of it's infused with marijuana and they like plan it mm-hmm. out so that you get just the right amount of high at just the right time would love that would be uh not fun for me but you should do that with some other friends why I think would you that should, be fun you for you with Michaela and kick um, because I don't like more than like five milligrams in an evening. I think they, okay, it'd probably be more than five milligrams, but they, everything is such low dose because you have to be consuming all night. Um, uh-huh. Chelsea Handler does a special on it where she like gets high at a table with her friends and they film it. And yes, Michaela and Kick are the perfect people to do that with. Yeah. Cause they like good food. They like good weed. Mm-hmm. Uh, April 15th is the day of the show. Y'all wedding day, tons of waiting around many wedding days are ceremony was amazing reception was so fun loud dancing with the fam what's oh loved dancing i was like what is loud dancing it was really sweet (laughs) weebo was busting a move my my late grandfather who loved nothing more than like getting down he loved old musicals he wasn't gay i promise (laughs) he loved to dance um and he like he was most of the time quiet away from everyone else just like didn't really speak much didn't do much but he busted a move he got up and like was dancing with everyone it was so fucking that's the best that's the best i love a good dance vibe at a wedding interesting end of the night says seems like you smoked with a couple of gays got flirty and you felt like one of them wanted a three-way yeah i did uh this is a couple of my (laughs) sister-in-law's uh 
best friends. I was like, oh my god, two okay. gays. I actually noticed them while officiating. I was like, I mean, it's like fucking two <laughs> bright like, pink highlighters in the middle of a, of a <laughs> fucking beige crowd. Um, You're like, Chris and Renee, I love them so much. Oh, hey, queen! <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna pause this one second. Yo, you guys gay? Let's hang later. Um, no, I definitely like saw they were gay immediately. I was like, oh my god, so fun. So I got to hang out with them a little bit, and Surprise, surprise, one of them provided yet more weed. Um, there was no three-way, but I definitely think um, uh, one of them for sure was was uh, pushing that way. And I was like, you know what? I am good for at least a week or two. <laughs> I've had a recent bad three-way experience, so I'm, I'm okay at the moment. I All was right, well. shocked, shocked that my brother's wedding had gay people. Because <laughs> he famously hates them. He's very homophobic. <laughs> All right. April 16th, I think the last day of the journal for this week, you said, hard to get up for brunch. You said your goodbyes and Ubered back to the apartment, then to the Brooklyn, to the Brooklyn, then to Brooklyn to see my good, wait, Cam, Aaron, Sam, and puppies. Oh my God. This what? is when we hung out in Aaron's backyard. Oh, with little baby Greenpoint. Harper? Yeah. Oh my God. I did not expect to be in the journal here. I know. How fun. Oh yeah. Ah. Yes, and then we went to a drag show with our friends and Aaron. You said oh you were God. so tired, and you said I'm scared for with some of their escapades. <laughs> um, I just said you escapades, know why? escapades. Well, because sex-capades. it's about their sexcapades for sure. <laughs> um, okay, so these are two lovely humans. They're so much fucking fun. We love these people. They um, have a the kind of relationship we were talking about at the beginning. Like, might we look at your OnlyFans? You and I, no. But some friends might. These friends might be those people. Um, oh, yeah. They're, like, super open with each other. They, they've lived together, like, a hundred different times. They've done contracts together. They've, like, gone to clothing optional resorts together. They're, like, best, oh, yeah. like, and, uh, monogamous. Not monogamous. They're, like, best. Platonic. Uh, platonic friends thank you the story i specifically remember was i'm gonna bleep their name so that i can tell this without worrying (laughs) (laughs) the story i specifically remember was that the both of them are in a hot tub with two friends of theirs and uh i don't know if they were friends they were at a clothing optional resort in florida (laughs) acquaintances soon to be new friends (laughs) new friends of theirs there's four in the hot tub one gets out and says i'm gonna go get us all more drinks the other one goes okay (laughs) and when when the friend returns, the one who said, okay, is riding both of the gentlemen in the hot tub. Both of them have inserted themselves into this gentleman. And the friend's just like, the uh, j- jello shots? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they were, uh, they had moved to the deck of the hot tub. And uh, yeah, there was a DP situation. It went from zero to DP, also an episode <laughs> very quickly. Can you imagine? I just went to get some drinks. I came back and there are two dicks in you and I'm, I I can see the owners of them. <laughs> oh, Lord. I They have the fucking best stories. And also, both of them are like incredible raconteurs. So the way that they tell stories, I like, I cry laughing every time we hang out. They are so fucking funny. Anyway, you were, you were a little worried for, a little judgmental <laughs> and worried back then. I hate that it comes up as judgmental. I'm, I worry for myself. I, I guess jealousy is the thing because I want to be TP'd without worrying too much. And uh, I like their. <laughs> I don't. I don't need any DP. But I, I, I jealous of their sexual freedom that I obviously yeah. did not have. <laughs> there we are. Uh, all right. Well, that's certainly enough journal for this week. Michael, Michael, mm-hmm. Michael, did we hear from any listeners this week? Oh, we did. First of all, let's do a little anon FF because I've got one I'd like to share. Oh, great. <laughs> After episode 115, I got a message from my friend who 
we've called dildo friend. <laughs> That's so unfortunate, but it is what it is. <laughs> she said, be careful about trying to latch your bit your friend's baby. <laughs> so good throwback <laughs> to the beginning of this episode. Uh-huh. Men can teach their bodies to lactate. I inquired more and I said, I'm incredibly intrigued. And she said, it's true, but I think it's a lot of work to try and trigger the hormonal shift to make that happen. <laughs> so I, apparently I trust her because she we, knows her shit. Are we sure that that's an actual thing that can happen? I mean, I'm not, but I, my friend is, and I believe her. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to Teddy Roosevelt this and trust, but verify. I think that's the president <laughs> that said that. Men may not have full-fledged breasts, but they can certainly lactate under extreme circumstances. Ah. Um, I don't, I'm not I'm not going back to extreme circumstances, or I'm not going to go any deeper on that, but seems like she was right. Uh, <laughs> seems like it would be a lot of work. I just thought that was worth sharing. And then we've got some listener mail I'd like to share. Okay, so here's a, a message from Joe on Instagram. This is kind of nuts. He said, absolutely shitting myself listening to this week's episode while sitting at Beans and Barley wild he was sitting at this place we referenced where i made a stupid song up or that i made a stupid song up about <laughs> beans and barley barley, barley and beef, and beef. Yeah. <laughs> you remembered it that's amazing um beans and barley is where he was while he was listening to the song with beans and barley what a fucking small world that's hilarious was that in fucking wisconsin yeah he sent me a picture of it wow that is bonkers crazy and then from miss anderson she says Uh, I'm listening to this week's episode, and I drove from Connecticut to Wisconsin and back two weeks ago for my best friend's wedding. And the 18-hour drive let us see some real interesting parts of the Midwest. The wedding was close to Lake Geneva, which was very beautiful. Beautiful. But I was thinking of Cam while driving through Indiana and was like, oof, growing up here must have been hard based on the lack of masks. Thank you. I agree, (laughs) and I appreciate this validation. I can only imagine what that tour would have been like post-pandemic oh yeah no 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 no. there hasn't been a mask mandate in indy since like before the delta variant was even known to be a thing all right well thank you as always to everyone who reached out we do love hearing from you um even if you've reached out before feel free to send us a message uh it brings us great joy and maybe we'll read it here on the podcast um all right mikey if people want more of my best friend's journal i don't know where should they find us fuck you for making me do this um and they can find us on instagram at mbfj podcast they can go to our website bestfriendsjournal.com Honestly, if you can get to either of those, you can get to every other way to contact us. So just start there. Also, please leave us a rating review on iTunes. Five stars would be lovely. Or wherever you get your podcasts. And that does it for this week. Until next time, Mikey, always remember... If you have time to refill your drink, you've got time to be DP'd. Hungry by Alpha Holden. I inhale salt and foam, filling my lungs with the sea. I come to the place that consumed you. All of our yesterdays well in my eyes and mix with the waves of regret in my throat. And I force myself to taste your memory. And I swallow hungrily.